Welcome to Talk To Me Baby, the show that believes knowing yourself and living in accordance with who you are is the biggest asset you can possess in life. I'm your host, Emily the Adamas, and today we are talking about the real reason you are tired all the time and what to do about it. Have you noticed that as adults, our days are filled with errands, to-dos, we're waiting for the weekend, the days just kind of blend one into the other, and a lot of times we just feel tired. I think it's very normal for most adults that I know to just feel tired. And there's a difference between the surface level tired that a lot of us feel and a deeper tiredness that is more feeling like you are emotionally, mentally, physically exhausted or drained. And we tend to think, well, I just need to rest more. I have too many things going on right now. When I get things off of my plate, I'll be able to relax a little bit more. I need to sleep more or get better exercise. I need to go outside into the sunlight. I need to get better nutrients. But those are all surface level reasons why we feel tired. The real reason that we feel tired is not because we're doing too much. It's because we're not doing enough of the things that truly replenish us and energize us. We are not having enough of my personal favorite F word, fun. We're not having enough fun in life. And as adults, our days can be really mundane. We can kind of get sucked into the day in, day out sameness. And so you have to infuse your life with fun in order for you to reconnect and actually feel energized. It's not because you lack energy that you are tired. It's because you're not energizing yourself through things that produce energy. You're not pouring into your life, in other words. So we're gonna talk about some things. So we're gonna talk about some things that you can implement in your life as part of your day-to-day routine that you can start this week or even today if you wanted to. And none of these are going to be overly complicated because we don't need any extra homework, do we? So the first tip and how we combat the sense of tiredness is by being present. When we're on autopilot and we're just kind of going through life, we're not fully engaged in the here and now. We're not really paying attention to what it is that we're doing. We're doing something, but we're thinking about our to-do list and this running checklist that we have in our minds of other stuff that we have to get done. And so we're not actually right here right now. And that eventually leads to a sense of tiredness because your brain is just always engaged and kind of in two places. You're here, but then you're in the future or you're here and you're also in the past. You need to be here now. So we need to get present. Here's a quick litmus test for you. This morning, when you had your coffee or your matcha or your orange juice or your tea, Did you taste it or did you guzzle it down? Did you drink it? Were you thinking about other things? Were you checking email? Were you looking on your phone? And then by the time you look down into the cup, the cup's empty and you're like, I drank this because I definitely have mornings like that. But I noticed that when I take the time to actually drink the coffee and enjoy drinking the coffee, and I mean really like I'm sipping the coffee, I'm holding the mug. You know, when I take the 30 seconds to go out on my balcony in my bright yellow waffle knit bathrobe and just take in the day, look around, look at the sun rising, look at the clouds, listen to the birds chirp. It really makes a difference in my day. And we're not talking about a ton of time. We're talking about 30 seconds here. 
right? Those first few sips of coffee, are you really tasting them? And if you can't have the coffee at home because you have to commute or you're driving into work, then fine. When you're at a red light, just pause and close your eyes and take a sip of that coffee. Make it a point to just actually pay attention to you drinking it. Those little tiny micro moments make up a lot throughout your day. If you start incorporating these things, you will feel a difference. And it might seem like, really? that That's too easy. <laughs> right? but, but it's not. It will work. And it will help you to feel more present. When you feel more present, you'll feel more calm and you will feel less mentally drained at the end of the day. The second tip I have for you is to make the mundane magical. This tip is very similar to romanticizing your life and romanticizing your life is all about ritualizing your life and infusing your life with the five senses so that when you are walking into CVS to get your eye drops, you're not just trudging down the aisle half dead like a zombie. You are walking down that aisle like you're Marilyn Monroe in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. If you are out and you get caught in the rain, suddenly you're not inconvenienced. You are Gene Kelly and you're singing in the rain. And if none of these movie references are floating your boat, then I am Spartacus or whatever. Okay. Adapt this for your own needs and what you are into. But making things magical, especially things that you have to do anyway, is a really easy way to infuse fun and energize your day-to-day life. So this week, chances are you're going to have to feed yourself. You're going to have dinner at some point. And you're probably also going to watch Netflix, you're going to watch a show, you're going to do something. So why not make a theme night? Why not decide on a show or a movie and then choose a meal that is thematically aligned to that show or movie? So you could watch Mulan and you could make Chinese food or you could order Chinese food. You could watch Midnight in Paris, great film by the way, and you could make French onion soup. If you don't feel like making the food, order it out. If you don't want to have to focus on the main dish, then get a side dish or get a dessert. I love this time of year because it is British baking show season. And I love how they drop the episodes one a week because it really feels like we're building up to something. It makes it more special. And I like to eat something sweet while I'm watching the British baking show because uh, hello, they're eating dessert the whole time (laughs) and baked goods. And I'm like, hey, I want that too. So I will make a chocolate mug cake. It takes a minute and a half in the microwave. And I'll put some ice cream on it, or I'll make a hot chocolate, or if I watch it on a Saturday morning, I will get one of my Trader Joe's croissants out, and I will have the croissant in my coffee, and I'll watch it in the morning. These are just little things that add a touch of fun to your week and break it up so that you're doing something new and you're not just stuck in this autopilot rat race of the same old, same old. Other ideas for you kind of similar in this vein is if you have a list of tasks that you don't really feel like doing, make a playlist, music that pumps you up, music that you love, and just do a power hour and power through and get most of those things done. Make things that you don't feel like doing more fun. If you think about kids, kids know how to have fun. Kids have tons of fun. And we could argue it's because they have no responsibility or stress, but They are constantly doing things they love and they're constantly present in what they're doing. If you notice, these tips are going to stack on each other. So they're present. And then the things that they have to do that are not that fun, adults make it fun for them. Like when they're in preschool and they're learning how to put things away and clean up, they have the cleanup song, right? They all sing a song (laughs) to clean things up. They make it into something special 
to motivate them. But then at some point along the way, we stop trying to make things fun. We stop trying to make things exciting for ourselves and we get stuck in this monotonous routine. But that's a choice and we can choose differently. We can choose to infuse our lives with a little bit more fun. My third tip for you is to have things to look forward to. I heard Reese Witherspoon say this years ago. She said that the key to happiness is having things to look forward to. And I agree. And the things that you have to look forward to don't have to be these massive big things. Think about when you're going on vacation, for example. All of that anticipation and buildup, it's so exciting because you're thinking about where you're going to go and what you're going to see and what you're going to wear and what you're going to eat and what you're going to experience. And you haven't even left yet and you are excited. There's all this momentum built up. We can take that same type of feeling and replicate it in our day-to-day lives. So just by having something to look forward to, you could decide that every Thursday at three o'clock, you are going to do afternoon tea with your team at work. Or you could decide that you are going to take a dance break at an appointed time. If you have an office that doesn't have windows, maybe you could close it and you could just do a fun little dance break. You could decide that you're going to take a walk around the block after dinner. You could decide that every month you are going to have brunch or lunch or dinner with a friend, and that's going to be your standing date every single month. These are the things that add richness and dimension to our lives and that help us get out of the same old, same old. Really, it's about having a perspective shift. And the reason that this is so important is because this will help you feel replenished. This feeds your soul and nourishes your soul in a way that just getting a few extra hours of sleep is not going to. So by having more fun and by enjoying your life more, you will engage with your life and you won't feel as tired because it won't feel like life is just coming at you. Now you're actually in this dance with life where you're engaging with life and you're not reacting to things all the time. You can choose to make your life more fun and more fulfilling for you, no matter how short on time you feel like you are. I know we all have a lot of different responsibilities, especially this time of year where if you're watching this at the time of the posting, we're heading into the holiday season. It feels like we have all these things to do before we can relax. And I don't know why so much of life kind of follows that pattern. If you notice, it's like, hurry up, I got to do all these things so that then I can have a good time. No, we can have a good time now. And we don't have to feel tired in the process of trying to get to these goals and these fun, quote unquote, periods that we've designated. You can choose to do that all of the time and you don't have to exhaust yourself while you're doing it. So let's zoom out and talk about why it is that we feel like we just don't have time for the things that we love. And I think it's it's the logical, the responsible, the normal thing to just put these things on the back burner. It's like everything comes second. Our loves and our passions come second. It's like after my to-do list is complete, after I've finished this, after I've done that, then I'll do this. But we don't have to live in that way. That's why you're so tired. It's because you're living for this day that hasn't come yet. And in the meantime, life is draining you because you're living for something that is in the future. That's why being present is so important because when you're present – in your life, it feels like, okay, you're actually here and now and you're not in this other place. You're not in the future and you're not in the past. When you are replenishing your soul with the things that it loves, when you're making 20 minutes for a hobby that's really interesting to you, or you're just taking time for something that you truly enjoy, you will feel a difference in your life. And if you don't think that you have time 
look at the screen time on your phone <laughs> because sometimes I'm shocked at how much screen time there is. And I'm like, did I really spend that much time mindlessly scrolling? And yeah, I did. And I look at the time and I'm like, I could have definitely used those 20 minutes better. I could have used this pocket of time for something else that will actually replenish me. Don't discount the impact that little things can have on you feeling less tired because it might feel like you're just piling on more stuff to do and you're like, great, well, something else I got to add to the list. You don't need to take it to the extreme. You don't need to be one of these people who's like, my morning routine consists of meditating for two hours and then I go for a leisurely walk through the woods and then I come back and I cook myself a full breakfast and then I do a little bit of light yoga and then I journal and then I reflect on my purpose. Like by the time you finish all of that, it is 4 p.m., okay? Just taking 15 minutes a day to meditate will make a difference in your life. When I started meditating, I wanted to do it, but now that it's become part of my routine, I really feel the difference on the days that I'm not. On the days that I don't have time, quote unquote, in the morning, or I've woken up late, or I've allowed my schedule to get the better of me, and I don't meditate, I really do feel a difference. Just 15 minutes will make a difference. Just 10 minutes will make a difference. These little things will add up and they alter your mood. They put you in a happier state and it becomes this snowball effect of you enjoying your life more and having more fun. And then you will feel less tired. You will feel like you are living in a different way and you won't feel like life is just draining you. I want to leave you with a quote from a book that I read in high school, Zorba the Greek. Maybe you've read it too. Zorba is this louder than life type of character. He's very gregarious. He's very out there. And he's accompanied in his travels by a man who's really quite the opposite. He's very buttoned up and serious and learning how to live life through Zorba. And so this is one of the things that Zorba says about living well. He says, what are you doing at this moment, Zorba? I'm sleeping. Well, sleep well. What are you doing at this moment, Zorba? I'm working. Well, work well. What are you doing at this moment, Zorba? I'm kissing a woman. Well, kiss her well, Zorba, and forget all the rest while you're doing it. There's nothing else on earth. I hope that this week you taste your coffee. I hope that you find things to look forward to and have more fun to combat the tiredness of the autopilot of life. As always, anything that we have talked about is going to be down in the description box. And I would love to invite you to join Petalsville, my email list, where you'll get more of what we do here on this podcast, essays, creative writing, recommendations. It's a great way for us to get to know one another a little bit better. So I'd love to see you on there. I'm Emily de Armas. This has been your episode of Talk To Me Baby. I will talk to you later.